At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live from Las Vegas. And looky, looky who we have here back on Betting Across America, James Salinas out there in Denver, Colorado. James, how are you? It is great to be back, Mike. Always good to be on with you. Happy Monday to you, my friend. How are things been since I've been away? It's been actually five weeks now that I'm uh, back, kind of somewhat back on my feet. You know what? It doesn't seem like it's been five weeks, but now that I think about it, it has been a while. And so you're back on your feet. Hopefully everything is going well with you and your knee and everything. And you know what? It's been great. I think um, baseball heating up, certainly the beginning of football season. Everybody's excited. The contest. I was on a football panel at Circa yes, uh, Friday, uh, Saturday. It's today's Monday. And uh, it was fantastic to be able to interact with uh, betters and uh, Michael Lombardi, uh, uh, Vegas Chris, and certainly Matt from the Circa as well. And so a great panel. The strategy for the contest, James, as everybody knows, you're the 2015 Super Contest winner. Uh, everybody's gearing up for these contests and cannot wait. 
Absolutely. And the contests have just expanded bigger and bigger, more and more people getting involved, more and more options to be able to get out there and participate too. When I won it back in 2015, really, there was a few other contests out there, but as far as the, the granddaddy, the big dog, that was the super contest back in 2015. And yeah, I had a, had a really good run of success for a handful of years. And then Circa came on board a few years back. This is going to be the third year now that Circa Millions is going to be involved and Circa Survivor going to have mm-hmm. round two this year, second year with Circus Survivor, as well as other contests coming on board, not only out there in Las Vegas, Bridge, but also other contests that are going to be run interstate. So depending on what state you're in, and Colorado is one of those, that with uh, certain contests here, that you can compete against others that are from other states. All right, let's dive into the show then, because uh, news that could affect some contests and how people might have the outlook of the season. And it's always going to be a fluid situation with COVID. We know that. Uh, But we had Hurricane Ida go through uh, Louisiana uh, and devastated that area again. So Saints... Coach Sean Payton was asked, uh, and he said Monday, it's unrealistic, quote, uh, unquote, for the team to return to his practice facility uh, in um, <laughs> Metairie, Louisiana. That's how, I think that's how you pronounce it, Metairie, Louisiana, uh, next week after evaluating, actually uh, evacuating to Dallas, right, uh, to avoid Hurricane Ida. So now you have the Saints in the situation where it's unsafe for them, unrealistic, really, for them to return home um, prepare for their matchup against Green Bay. So we've seen this line changed because of the Aaron Rodgers news. We knew that. We got Jameis Winston settled in as quarterback. Now you have this potential impact on the Saints. Your thoughts on what's going on there? For the Saints, I think, number one, first and foremost, football is going to be secondary. Uh, It's definitely not the priority for them. They want to get back, make sure that whether it's family, friends, acquaintances, and just the city as a whole, uh, hopefully it's not too much damage. I mean, still just the aftermath of what that's going to look like with Ida coming in. And Mm -hmm. we saw that back 14 years ago, 15 years ago with with Katrina and just the devastation that went through that area. So unfortunate. So first and foremost, just hoping everything there and folks are going to be okay. That's got to be the forefront of anybody that's associated with the Saints right now in their mind as opposed to a game that's still two weeks away now whether they get back to practice what are the facilities going to look like what's going to be intact uh, they may end up just staying in Dallas they may stay in Dallas to practice they may even stay in Dallas if they have to play and aren't able to go to the Superdome they may end up playing in Dallas because Dallas will be on the road in a sense for that week one matchup because they will be on the road to start to kick off the NFL season 2021 <laughs> in Tampa Bay so they won't need to utilize the stadium there at AT&T. A lot of things to work through, but hopefully, I think, first and foremost for the Saints, the other players, everybody associated with that city in particular, that they can get out of this on the other side of Hurricane Ida in one piece. Right, and that being said for the players, I mean, everybody's certainly going to have family and friends and, and loved ones uh, to think about, but not, not a distraction in terms of how you're approaching the season uh, with the Saints. I mean, the game, week one, September 12th at Caesars Superdome, uh, it could be in jeopardy. Yeah, absolutely. Could be in jeopardy. Whether they're going to actually play it there, they can't play it there. Do they move the game like we talked about? They Maybe they just stay in Dallas because the stadium will be available there, have to have a neutral site. Usually they want to play these games in NFL stadiums, so looking at the closest stadium, that's why they went to Dallas. And yeah. Maybe that's a, a potential venue for that game against Green Bay, potentially. More time to find those things out. Yeah, we'll see what happens right there. I mean, from a preparation standpoint, it won't, won't be any different than going to training camp. Uh, these players could probably focus in still plenty of time uh, before that game. Just have to make sure the site is betting across America. And we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host 
Live from Denver, James Salinas, uh, back on the program here at Betting Across America. So the headlines out of uh, Indy uh, are not good. They keep getting, uh, or they keep being bad here for the Colts, I guess, James. The Colts have placed center Ryan Kelly, who's injured as well, uh, wide receiver Zach Pascal, and quarterback Carson Wentz on the reserve COVID list. Uh, as we approach, again, we're two weeks away from the beginning of the season. We've seen this line change to Carson Wentz uh, with the surgery on his foot. Uh, Quentin Nelson, surgery on his foot. Uh, here we go with the COVID concerns immediately two weeks before the season starts. And whether it's Indy or a number of other players, a number of other teams, as a handicapper, as somebody that's going to be looking to bet on the NFL come week one here shortly, got to have to take these. We, we've, If anything, we've been conditioned of what that looked like from last season, right, Pritch, where we dealt with information and players not being available, falling under COVID protocols, even right up to less than 24 hours prior to kickoff, thinking about the situation that happened here in Denver with the quarterback situation and all quarterbacks being quarantined and not being available to play in that game against those New Orleans Saints last year. So I think that's where the, the information, if we're looking to bet these games, the more information you can get on player availability is going to be as key as it was last year. And unfortunately, we are still not on the other side of this pandemic. So it is going to have to factor in as to how we approach these games, whether it's week one or obviously throughout the season. Now, thinking about the Indianapolis Colts mm-hmm. with the COVID situation, not sure yet if it's, uh, have they tested positive for it? Is it just close contact close contact we, i think that's a well, five-day quarantine yeah right now it's so, close contact close contact yeah. but you know this is just the start of it and we know that come week one there's going to be other things that pop up so i think for indianapolis not only through COVID, but think about all the injuries you you mentioned there with uh, they just lost their backup left tackle mm-hmm. who's going to be out there uh, sam tevy he is out for the season now uh, they were filling in and he was filling in until fisher comes along now when is eric fisher going to be available he did test positive for COVID, i think over the weekend so a lot of things going on with that locker room as well as thinking about the staff of uh, of not only of Nelson, now he's supposed to come back from his foot injury. He was also in COVID quarantine as well as now Wentz, not only with the COVID quarantine, but is his foot going to be healthy? He hasn't been able to get out there and do anything with the foot surgery that was hurt. You know, he had surgery. He's been out for a month. Now is he going to step in here in less than two weeks and be ready to perform? Hopefully COVID is aside and that's not an impact for him, but we still got to have concerns about his foot and the fact that he now is going to be in quarantine again, not going to be able to go out there and take reps because I I think today was the day he was actually going to be back out mm-hmm. at practice, uh, allegedly at full strength. Well, and that's the thing uh, that I'm focusing in on. You, you know, the close contact, uh, that's the situation right now with Carson Wentz. Uh, close contact came with a staff member who tested positive. Okay, back in five days, uh, as long as they remain negative uh, and asymptomatic right there. So that's the situation uh, for Carson Wentz and others that we mentioned, Ryan Kelly included. But he's coming back from an injured elbow as well. And so we have not seen that offensive line do any work together. Uh, Eric Fisher, you mentioned him, Quentin Nelson as well, as well as the starting quarterback. I mean, they didn't get a lot of run because of the injuries and the surgery, and now uh, just two weeks before the season, I know we got a bye week situation here, but I think they need some work at some point to start feeling good about the Colts this year. 
Bridge, don't forget, also T.Y. Hilton is going yeah. to be out for a number of weeks. They're expected to miss multiple games with some kind of neck injury. So more injuries being sustained, issues going on through this Colts team. And, yeah, from your standpoint, Pritch, as a player, now that you're, you're the season the season's right here, it's week one, it's just upon us here, less than two weeks away, and the fact that whether it's your offensive line, which really was the strength of this team, mm-hmm. of all the units within the football team of the Colts, the strength was going to be clearly – that offensive line now it's going to be a weakness not only from an injury standpoint we'll see what the availability is from folks but also there's some cohesion that needs to happen on that offensive line and now a lot of moving pieces to have to fill in for these injured starters the fact that quarterback position is Wentz going to actually be healthy enough to play does he have enough reps to go down there and feel like this team is comfortable now facing you do get the benefit of playing at home but you're going to place this <laughs> you're going to face a Seattle team and a Russell Wilson team you're going to let Russ cook that's a team that right now, yeah, they've got they've got some holes too, but not holes due to injury. That team is pretty healthy. So there's some teams throughout the preseason where it did not treat them well through the injury bug. A team like Seattle here with Russell Wilson fully healthy and that team intact. That's going to be a tough matchup for the Colts in less than two weeks. Yeah, we have Seattle on the board minus three to total 48 and a half in that game against the Colts. Uh, so Sam Ellinger is out two, uh, five to six weeks. Uh, so Easton is, <laughs> looks like he might be the quarterback for that week one. I mean, What do you do with this number right now? I, I don't want anything to do with the okay. Colts right now, but that's that's kind of where if you want to get out in front of these things, yeah, you're you're taking that risk, and it's a gamble. That's what mm-hmm. we're doing, right? We're sure. taking risks. That's part of that's part of sports betting. Now we're, we're trying to think of it more so as investing when we're doing this and feeling like we've got a we've got a good read on where certain teams are and feel like I'm ready to invest in that and I'm going to put my hard-earned dollars and capital towards that here. But right now, I don't want anything to do with the Colts. There's just so many question marks. And uh, Seattle is not a team that I was going to love coming into this season, but as far as the matchup goes right now and the cohesion of the Seattle Seahawks versus the Colts, there's only one team right now. It's got to be Seattle. Now, you mentioned the quarterback position and the total. The total sitting at 48.5 seems like a pretty high total to me right now, just knowing all the question marks on the offensive side for the Colts right now. Pretty high total considering where they're going heading into week one. Yeah, key positions impacted the offensive line as well as the new quarterback, new starting quarterback, not not continuity on the side of the Colts right there, but uh, perhaps Easton will start the season or an underprepared uh, Carson Wentz there for the Colts. Bill Belichick uh, with the Patriots, not ready to name a starter, James. Here's his quote. No, we still have a lot of decisions to make. Unquote. Uh, he said after Sunday's night's win, 22 to 20. Uh, okay, if Cars, excuse me, Cam Newton. Th- here's a guy that's a former MVP of the league, and there's not a distinguished quality or or aspect to this quarterback competition that you can't make a decision here. Uh, I don't know which direction the Patriots are going to go in, but that's not good for Cam Newton. It's Bill Belichick, though. When does he ever just come right out to the media and say, here's exactly, here's our game plan, fellas. Here's exactly what to do. Absolutely write columns about it. Put it out there. Put it for our opponents to know. I I just think we've been down this road with, if there's one coach of all the coaches, and there's plenty of coach speak to go around the league, it starts at the top with Bill Belichick, whereas he's not going to give you anything. He, I, I got to assume he's he knows what it's going to be, but why would he need to tell the media? Why do I need to write your story for you? You can write those stories and speculate all you want there, beat writer. 
writers, I'm not going to tell you because we're not going to tip our hand towards anything that their, for, their opponent is going to be the Miami Dolphins. And we know mm-hmm. Flores has been there on the coaching staff with Bill Belichick and the Patriots for a long time. He's been there. <laughs> He's been through that, too, with, with, with Coach Belichick. So I think maybe more so, not so much mind games, but why would Belichick feel compelled to have to name a starter and tell the media anything at this point? Well, he hasn't had to do that in 20 years, though, James, because of Tom Brady. I mean, you don't play games with the quarterback position because of that guy. And uh, But coming into this situation, the team has to know, though. Uh, yeah. You know, the media is one thing, but the team. I mean, you, you might have players on that team that say, hey, I want Mac Jones to be the starter. And then you have players, okay, I like Cam Newton. So Belichick's got – He's got his plate full here, in my opinion. They're, they're minus three at home against the Dolphins. The Dolphins, uh, I think they created some more noise. We'll get to them and their quarterback situation. But this quarterback situation, as a player on that team, James, two weeks before the season, I would want to know who I'm lining up with uh, uh, come Sunday. Pritch, think about it, though. Are you needing to know by reading the new, newspapers anymore or no. getting on Belichick. Twitter? Whatever it is that you're <laughs> going to find, you know, how we get access now to news uh, 24-7 cycle, especially when it comes to the NFL, that they're not going to have to read that. They're going to know within their quarters, with, within that locker room and within the, the, the confines of practice. I mean, they're going to be running out. Uh, they're going to have to start preparation. I think that's the one thing that's different this year now that we did have preseason games, only had three preseason games. Mm-hmm. Usually we have all those preseason games on a Thursday day and then the cuts come and then we're starting the season in less than uh, basically 10 days and so the fact that here we have two weeks now kind of interesting to see what how do teams utilize this week of practice through next week of practice because it is like in a sense you said a bye week but as far as as far as the players I got to assume that they have to know what it's going to look like come week one it's just not something that Bill Belichick is willing to not only divulge to the media but also make have to make Coach Flores and the Miami Dolphins staff have to prepare for either one of those quarterbacks. And to your point, I mean, you got the media sessions that are going to be condensed now as we approach uh, regular season. In training camp, the media had access to practice and they could report on personnel and stuff like that. But uh, now practice sessions are approaching that point where they're going to be closed to the media uh, after a certain amount of time. So to your point, I mean, that's something to think about here. It is, and then that's where trying to figure out who's going to be available, what the game plans are going to be, who's going to be a starter in this case, who is going to start at quarterback week one. I mean, if you look at the the three preseason games, clearly it looked like, and not only the, through the preseason, Pritch, but just thinking of how Cam Newton performed last year, just didn't look comfortable, didn't didn't look confident out there. And granted, they didn't have the offseason, and he's coming to a new team and a whole new system and a whole new culture. Talk about uh, culture shock going from where he was in Carolina to now going going over there to play for the Patriots and Coach Belichick, uh, there's an adjustment period, but never really felt comfortable, looked comfortable. That's the one thing I think I've been most impressed with watching throughout the preseason in these three games for the Patriots is is Mac Jones and how comfortable he looks back. Yeah, he looks good. He wasn't always going against the top. (laughs) And he wasn't always going to get, you know, and a lot of times the schemes are going to be pretty Mm -hmm. vanilla out there for those opponents on the defensive side during preseason. And you're not going to play all the starters throughout the preseason. But in this case here, even just looking at his feet and just feeling like he knows where he's going, looking off safeties like the the kid's polished. He looks really polished and right now looks much more polished and 
much more confident than Cam Newton. Does. Yeah, the only question I think people had it after that first preseason game for Mac Jones was, uh, okay, where's the velocity? Well, we've seen that <laughs> the last two weeks, the last two games. We've seen the velocity. Uh, we've seen the accuracy. We knew about the accuracy already, but the new football, different than the one in college. And so uh, whether he's uh, changed his grip or who, how, however he's done it, he's allowed to uh, allowed us to see the velocity on his throws, and he can make every throw on the field right now. And I think that has a lot of people excited about Mac Jones. And I, th- I, I agree, and I think it's only a matter of time until we start to see whether it's week one. I suspect it's probably still going to be Cam. I think the one thing with Cam does is that he will give you that option to run, and that's something that you have to prepare for mm-hmm. where he's a dual-threat quarterback. We know Mac Jones is definitely not that, but from the accuracy standpoint, absolutely there, and the confidence standpoint, too, looking that way. But we also know that, Cam, that, that, that Newton really endeared himself to his teammates within that locker room, so I think there's some chemistry there from that side, too. But it's all about winning as well and that chemistry can be can quickly crumble if you're not winning games and that didn't happen last year either but looking at week one here the Patriots playing at home laying a field goal against the Dolphins mm-hmm. team and you mentioned them too I know we're going to talk about Miami their quarterback situation uh, maybe some un- instability there as well whether it's Mac Jones and or Cam Newton we might even see both of those guys get a little playing time or get some playing time on week one yeah. against the Dolphins <laughs> two weeks away but a lot can happen between those two teams right there with quarterbacks. Uh, that's interesting to me. Uh, how about San Francisco? This is interesting, too, because uh, we normally see teams hold back what they want to do during the regular season and preseason. Uh, not the 49ers, though. They unveiled a two-quarterback system, rotating quarterbacks uh, with Garoppolo uh, and Trey Lance against the Raiders. As, as you watch that or as you, you, know, you look at that situation with two rotating quarterbacks, it looked great preseason. Uh, can they make it work, though, James, in a regular season? A big number on on the road, minus seven and a half uh, against Detroit, uh, 45 and a half total in that game. Uh, don't suspect we're going to see them alternating plays running in like you're doing like you're doing peewee football and send it in the, the next quarterback with the next play to go huddle up and, and run it here. But I think we're, we will. I think we'll see some packages with, with Trey Lance. I suspect it'll be Garoppolo that starts, and then it'll be Trey Lance, and they're going to get to play Detroit. So what a great team to be able to, to practice out and run some of these different sets out there and some different packages because Trey Lance, not only with his running ability, we see what, a, what the speed and the burst that he has, sensational athlete, but Dude's got a hose, man. He yeah. can sling it. And it's just going to take more and more time for him to get out there. But you're going to put him, if you see, if Shanahan's putting him out there for a package or a series, right, it's not just going to be out running the football. They are going to utilize his throwing ability too. And then they're going to put him in positions to be successful. They're going to tailor whatever that package looked like to fit his skill set. And right now that arm strength, yeah, it's, it's there. He's got the cannon to throw it. Maybe he might have to learn a little touch on some of those shorter throws. I saw that. That here a long time ago with John Elway could never hit those backs out of the flat because he was throwing fastballs to him. But I think that's something that he'll learn in time. So will this be able to work? Will we see something like that? Not only in week one, but as the season progresses, I suspect we will because Trey Lance, even though he's a very young quarterback, has a lot to learn. There is a ton of upside with that young fella. Right, a ton of upside. Uh, the accuracy will happen, and we saw that with Josh Allen kind of once he got to the league. A guy with a big arm anyway. And he's a big quarterback too, uh, speaking of Trey Lance. And so 
So uh, you're right. He throws everything with velocity. I don't know if he's trying to prove that or if he's just not settled in because he's just trying to throw the ball so hard to make sure it gets there. But he'll learn that touch. You go back to Elway, there was broken fingers from Vance Joseph uh, Johnson, uh, and then you also had Mark Jackson uh, and others, Ricky Nateel and all those guys. They would talk about how hard uh, Elway would throw that football. You had to get used to it. So Trey Lance is similar. Uh, big athletic quarterback just needs to control uh, and add some touch to those throws. For sure. And yeah. I think there's, if you're going to go to the right spot, talk about a landing spot for him to go to. Not only with Coach Shanahan, but look at the tools that are on that offensive side. The, the offensive line is one of the best in the NFL. That's a tremendous offensive line. They're going to run the football. You know they're going to commit to running the football, too. And Kittle, a great blocker, great receiver. They actually have a fullback that they'll utilize. I mean, it's not just going to be Lance. We need you to go out and make all the plays. Hey, we're going to be able to put you in great positions to be successful because we are going going to be a prolific offensive team starting at the line of scrimmage with that offensive line. Yeah, I tell you what, there might not be a better play caller in the National Football League, though, uh, when you have Kyle Shanahan and you have dual threats uh, two quarterbacks, not a dual threat quarterback, which you do, uh, and Trey Lance, but he's probably the perfect coach to implement this uh, with rotating quarterbacks. Not like, not like what you said or what we see on Pee Wee, right? But packages uh, for Trey Lance to help out the 49ers. Absolutely. So I think yeah. that's going to be a, it's going to be exciting to watch, yep. and they'll get to play this. They'll get to play the Lions Week One to experiments. Right. Say. Watch out, scoreboard. I love it. I love it. Off and running here on Betting Across America. We're going to get to that Deshaun Watson development. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today on the show. And James, you know, there's one thing to be unsettled at quarterback. There's another thing to, okay, Fitzpatrick, you didn't really ride him out. You could have made the playoffs last year if you are the Miami Dolphins. You switched to Tua. But yet, you're still uncertain about Tua as starting quarterback, apparently. Uh, Yahoo's Charles Robinson. Sources tell me the Dolphins have emerged as the front runner in trade discussions with the Texans for quarterback Deshaun Watson. That cannot be settling for Tua at all. For Tua, for sure. Think, <laughs> think about, well, first and foremost for the Dolphins, I think it's crazy if you're be looking to try to trade for Deshaun Watson. Tremendous talent. I'm going to mm-hmm. say he's a franchise quarterback for sure, but with all the things swirling around with him off the field, uh, that wouldn't be something I'd be wanting to touch right now. But that aside, Pritch, just thinking about, if you have the opportunity... We know he's been on the market. He talked about it prior to all these things swirling around the offseason, wanting to be traded from the Texans and and how all these things have transpired to where he wasn't going to go back and play for them. And who knows if he's even going to see the field this year or not. And then even come 2022, what that potential suspension might look like if he does get back onto the field and you have the opportunity to go after a quarterback like Deshaun Watson uh, and that can get back on the field and compete. He is a, he's a difference maker. He's a franchise player and young player to, to, to that extent too. And I think for Tua, you know, it's, it's unfortunate for him being injured the way that he was coming off that hip surgery in the off season, the year prior to the draft there, you know, missing the season or half the season there in for, for the Crimson Tide and then coming out and just not being, not having a, camp not being fully healthy uh, and maybe a little smaller stature where you chose him and you chose him over the next draft uh, next draft pick which was Justin Herbert and mm-hmm. I think full well we saw Justin Herbert and how well he played last year as a rookie uh, the fact that I don't know is this kind of that Chicago Bears syndrome now where they just don't want to don't want to get too far out in front of don't want to have to hang on to it for too long and if you feel like in those circles internally that this is not your guy and you have an opportunity to go get a player, a difference maker, a franchise player that is Deshaun Watson, you can make that deal. Yeah, absolutely. You know what, James, as a player, if I saw this report in the locker room as players, we'd be like, okay, what, what, what is the front office doing? What's going on up there? 
Uh, they drafted to a fifth pick overall in the first round. Like you didn't have that ev- evaluation set then. Uh, you move on from a quarterback that you thought that was going to be your quarterback and help you get to the playoffs last year. That didn't happen. You switched to Tua. Uh, so I, I don't understand what the Dolphins are doing here and why these reports even exist. How these poor and reports and get leaked out. They get put out there for a reason. Right. And I, is that the fact where if if but if but we know also, Pritch, it's a win now league, and we've seen teams move on and move past draft picks, first round draft picks, high round. You talked about fifth uh, fifth overall. They moved on. Josh Rosen they had, wasn't he slinging the ball with yeah, Atlanta the other day? I thought him throwing <laughs> the, you know throwing the ball ten yards over people's heads the other day. Uh, but but I th- I think here you know, if if you know it and you made the mistake and I think that's what we saw with the Bears a few years ago I just kind of think about and they moved up to get Trubisky Mm -hmm. so getting into that spot to go move up for him but they tried and they just stretched it out and stretched it out and stretched it out for three years trying to make that work and really didn't want to have that egg on their face that they made a bad decision here sometimes it's just the accountable to your mistakes we made the wrong pick we have an opportunity to go out there we know what we're going to get from Deshaun Watson on the field we'll just stick there Pritch but we know what we're going to get from Deshaun Watson on the field there and if we have an opportunity to go get him based on what we've seen over this last year that two has been in our camp and been part of our ball club we're ready to move on yeah okay so the Texans are seeking three first round picks um, a second round pick two second round picks James in negotiations according to a team that dropped out of the trade talks there's leaks all over the place not only from teams uh, but perhaps personnel and front offices as well and there is, and it's just a matter of, I, I just don't know. I think about watching situation. I just don't, I can't imagine he's going to see the field this season. Uh, so many things swirling mm. off and, and with suspensions looming too. I mean, they, these are criminal cases. I think they've got a grand jury that's out on this thing. I mean, there's a lot of issues going on here, but the fact that you have these things being leaked out there, I don't know, would this be the time? I think this is probably not the time to trade Deshaun Watson. You would wait because if you're getting number ones, how valuable those number ones if Miami is a playoff contender. Well, well, first of all, James, as we approach week one in National Football League, they got that big game uh, inside the division against the Patriots. Uh, And so you have indecision with quarterback two at the same time. It just seems like the Dolphins are not going in the right direction. Uh, More headlines that could affect your bets week one is coming up next. Now that the NFL preseason has kicked off, it's the perfect time for you to get the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide. The guide is only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. You can also sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. And so, James, some more headlines here from the National Football League that could affect week one uh, outcomes. Uh, You got J.K. Dobbins out for the season with the torn ACL uh, right there. Tyson Williams has leapfrogged just as Hill as the Ravens' number two running back. We know, well, the number one running back is Omar Jackson. Uh, But Dobbins going down, that's an impact uh, if you ask me as well. 
Absolutely, that hurts. And, yeah. and you think about Dobbins and the his ability. I mean, he I think he averaged six yards a carry and really didn't get going until the second half of the season. And sometimes these rookies didn't have the offseason last year. And a lot of it was learning on-the-job training. And for a player like Dobbins, I think we saw as he started to get more touches, got more comfortable with the professional game, uh, became more of an impact running the football, and then was able to spell Edwards and really gave him some versatility. He's somebody that he can run it between the tackles. He can also get around that corner as well, and he can run through people as he can run through people too. So I think it's yeah, is that a, that's a tough injury for a team that wants to run the football. We know running backs; it's the lifespan of a running back in the NFL is not it's it's a short tenure for sure. But a young player like Dobbins and a team that wants to run the football and be versatile in their running attack and wants to spread the wealth there with Edwards and Dobbins as well as Jackson is going to be uh, in a sense that lead back, even though we know he's going to be the quarterback of that team. Uh, it's just, it's a big injury to go. It's a big injury to have to move forward with. But then I just look up front for Baltimore too. And I think it's, it's going to be a struggle. They've had a lot of movement on the offensive line this offseason. Mm-hmm. It's not the same offensive line that we've seen there over the last couple years. We saw some regression from that offensive line last year. I think that's going to continue. So it starts up front with me and the fact that, yeah, it's still going to be, in a sense, a one-dimensional team. And now you lost a really key part of that one dimension in the running game with J.K. Dobbins. Absolutely. Gone. Absolutely. That, that week one line, too, looking at that one, uh, the, the, uh, the Ravens right now still favorite, minus four and a half against the Raiders here, uh, James. Now, the impact, uh, we probably won't find out what that impact is until we see the Ravens full speed with every starter on the field. But we do know Lamar Jackson, second bout with COVID. Uh, that's always a fluid situation, too, with that guy. Uh, and then the offensive line, like you mentioned, I think they're unsettled. Ronnie Stanley coming back from injury at left tackle, the right tackle situation because they traded Orlando Brown. That's in flux, too. So it just doesn't seem like this team is settled offensively. They want to change their philosophy offensively as well. Uh, maybe Lamar Jackson under center uh, a little bit more. Maybe that's out the window now with this injury to Dobbins. And well, and I think I think they'll still want to try to get back to if they're talking about trying to be a little more diverse in their attack. Mm-hmm. That yeah, you can put him under center some more and be able to utilize some play action out of that running game. But how how explosive is that running game going to be? Not only with Dobbins gone, the offensive line too. And I know they brought Watkins over, but how many games are we going to? Is Watkins going to be actually good for out there? It's going to be really Brown. It's going to be Andrews. Andrews is going to be the Whoopi again for. <laughs> it's going to be Jackson's Whoopi to get his go-to guy for the those shorter passes because I think that's the thing with Jackson. The accuracy is the arm strength is there. The accuracy has been in question. Didn't see much uh, much improvement from that from last year. And now you talk about week one. That's going to be Monday night right there down the street from you, Pritch. They're in <laughs> Las Vegas, Allegiant Stadium against the Raiders, yeah. sitting at four and a half in favor of the Ravens, and the total sitting at fifty one. That seems like that seems like kind of a high total. Now I know the Raiders defensively, uh, it was just a shootout week in and week out for that team, but nowhere to go but up for them, uh, but seeing on that total, the, the ball control with the Ravens, also kind of ball control with the Raiders. I think Gruden's going to want to try to establish more of a running game here. Derek Carr is going to be, uh, he's one that can check down and will be accurate with his passes. That just feels like a game that that clock is going to move and it's mm-hmm. going to move quickly. I just don't know if this is going to be a high up-tempo type of style of game for 51 points first week of the season. They're on the road, especially being a large favorite like that. Leaning right now, my lean is towards the Raiders plus the four and a half and leaning towards the under as All well. All right. I love when you get in the whoopee references right there. <laughs>
I mean, a little Mr. Mom reference. I know I probably date myself, but hey, for those of us that have been around that are in the 50 club, sure. uh, we know where I'm talking about. I'm in that club, and I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> I'm in that 50 club. But, uh, you know, it, it gets interesting, though, with uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, Tyler Huntley look good. I, once, if that offensive line does come together, that defense, I believe, is going to be improved for the Ravens. Uh, and therefore, as you approach week one here, a couple weeks away, uh, an improved defense with the addition of preseason, even though we haven't seen a lot of starters out there, uh, I feel a little bit more confident about what the Ravens possibly could be doing right there, though. What about you, James? Any feel uh, for what happened in preseason? Teams didn't play their starters. Uh, do you have a good feel for, for as we approach uh, week one of National Football League? I really try to temper myself with it. I don't want to get to whether it's see something that gives me some false sense of of an identity of a team because we know full well that a lot of a lot of teams some teams don't care about the preseason and mm-hmm. they don't play any starters and right. they they could care less. I don't know the Rams. What, what did the Rams do all preseason long? They had no interest in playing any of their starters. They're ready to get after it week one. And other teams, you know, like like Baltimore, for instance, we know full well that John Harbaugh has been a cover machine and a winning machine. The last last four or five years in preseason and then they go out and they play their starters week three the last game the other day and you lose Dobbins so yeah you, you can see from both sides I think for me what I take away from preseason is more so and we, and we know so much of it is going to be about the depth but then we talk about the starting quarterbacks as well and I can think about it right here my high street my high stadium Pritch just down the street from me here uh, from my studio here in Denver and the Broncos and where they were going to go and what they're going to look like now uh, from an offensive identity standpoint with Teddy Bridgewater now at the quarterback position, not out there really to win games. I'm not going to call him a game manager. It's just we just we're going to win games. We're going to be competitive on the defensive side. We're going to commit to running the football. Our offensive line got better last year, mm-hmm. uh, so we're looking to improve upon that. We've drafted up very well, and I, I think Carter's going to be spectacular there for Denver running the football. Uh, this is going to be a team that just doesn't want to turn the ball over and give the, their opponents short fields. They're going to have to make their they really want to make their opponents have to drive the length of the field. And with that defense, in particular, what they've done in that secondary, putting Teddy Bridgewater back there. I mean, that's why they went out and they traded for him. That's why yeah. he's here in Denver. No surprise that he's the starter. Little things like that. Just want to see what is the identity. Can we take anything away from a, a team in preseason that can give us a sense of what their identity is going to look like come week one and throughout the season? I think we know what Denver's going to look like. They're going to be physical up front, run the football, and let their defense compete. How about that? That's a feel. I asked you that question. Do you have a feel? That's a great feel right there. And I, I agree with you because I think some of these coaches are going to lean on their defense to start the season. Absolutely, and yeah. I think that's where that's what Vic Fangio is with the Broncos, and it starts on the back end for them. They're going to have a tremendous defense, especially in the secondary. All right, we got a team favored in week one against their opponent on the road, but yet they made a change at quarterback in their situation, too. We'll get to the Philadelphia Eagles coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody, I'm going to give you a great reason to love Mondays at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM's Money Monday Club will add a $10 free bet automatically to your account when you place a total of $50 in wagers between Monday and Sunday. Take advantage of BetMGM's Boosted Odds specials, unique parlay offers, daily promotions, and live betting action. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com to be part of the Money Monday Club. Wake up to a $10 free bet every Monday just for betting $50 during the previous seven days. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. So, James, I always thought that teams should empower their quarterbacks, not have them looking over their shoulder. Uh, here you go with the Philadelphia Eagles making a trade for Gardner Minshew. Uh, as they make a trade for him, maybe to be a backup, not enamored with uh, Joe Flacco. I don't know what's going on, why you would do that. But here you go, though. Uh, the Eagles against Atlanta. Atlanta is minus three and a half at home. Uh, the Eagles are a dog here in that week one situation there against the Falcons. Yeah, total sitting at 48 as well. And I think for Minshew coming over, just um, as 
in a sense, experience, more experience than what Jalen Hurd has. And I guess it's not uh, the Joe Flacco experiment. Maybe that's not really where they're going to go. It didn't work out well here in Denver for Joe Flacco whatsoever. <laughs> and can he stay healthy? And, you know, guy's been around a long time and won a Super Bowl and good right. for him. I had the Ravens as a future ticket that year. So that was sweet. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget that that Hail Mary bomb against the Broncos here, as a matter of fact, to, to catapult them into the Super Bowl. But I think, I think for Gardner Minshew, it's somebody that, well, at least in in terms of what's available out there, you knew the Jags, the Jags were openly shopping him and yep. not feeling comfortable with the experience and or lack of experience there with what they're going to go into the starting quarterback position for the Philadelphia Eagles. Are they sitting right now uh, with, with Jalen Hurts that at least with Bichu coming in and maybe we don't have a whole lot of confidence with, with Flacco and maybe you need some depth at the quarterback position too. I mean, we're seeing how this COVID protocol, we saw that play out last year. Now they've uh, other they have emergency quarterbacks that are going to stay away from the teams. I think teams really have to be mindful of COVID, and maybe that's part of the process, too, is knowing that COVID is still in play for this 2021 season, and we need to have some depth of quarterback and have this emergency, however they're going to work those things out. But, yeah, probably not a whole lot of confidence boost there for uh, young quarterback Hurts in the Philadelphia. Yeah, no, he changed his jersey number to number one, thinking that he's going to be the starter this year. At least his mindset was focused on that. Uh, Flacco was not a threat. I think Gardner Minshew is a threat to what Jalen Hurts presents. They're a dog in this one against Atlanta, who's rebuilding. We know that new head coach, but so do the Eagles. The Eagles have a new head coach, uh, an offensive-minded guy, Sirianni. So uh, I think this is a signal, too, uh, as you try to implement your culture, your system, uh, that Jalen Hurts, you know, you didn't do anything to dazzle us, uh, certainly during the preseason. We're still making moves and transactions here at quarterback. And they're not looking. It's it's a business. We yeah. know what a big business the NFL is, and they're not looking to coddle these players. And like, well, how is he going to feel if these if these things leak out or these reports are out there? Or in this case, we are actually traded for a backup here who may actually be out there and supplant you at some point during the season as the starting quarterback for our offense. And yeah, it's, those days are done. I think the mm-hmm. days of, of bringing these quarterbacks along slowly, have them hold the clipboard on the sideline, learn from the veteran quarterback that's there and ease their way into playing in the NFL. The party's over there, Pritch. It's it's win and win now. And if you can't get it done, it's a very it's a very short leash for for all these players, whether you're a quarterback or or not. And and I think at the quarterback position, we know how vital it is for for a team's success. And if they're not feeling like you, like you said, Pritch, you didn't dazzle us, yeah. you didn't wow us. Well, it, we still got to try to win football games here. It's still a business, and this is what we're here for: is to win games. And if we don't feel like you can get that done. We're going to find somebody that can. I do like what you said. I mean, in terms of betting, I, I will look to back teams that have two capable quarterbacks that could start and win games for them. And uh, I think with not only COVID, with injuries too. And we, we know Jalen Hurts is going to run a little bit. Uh, he didn't develop any chemistry uh, with these new wide receivers either. Uh, how long do you think it takes Gardner Minshew to make noise up there with Philly? Uh, and then also, are, are you buying the Eagles this year in terms of their defense being good enough to win that division or at least compete in that division. No, okay. no, it, this is going to be, this is, this is a team that's going to be, be I, I think about their secondary from last mm-hmm. year. They couldn't cover anybody. Uh, the, very little pass. They do have some veteran presence up front when they're healthy to get back after and get after the quarterback. But, you know, they were kind of suspect at linebacker, but really it was, it, it was the secondary that was just 
big play after big play after big play. And then it puts a lot of pressure on the offense to try to have to keep pace and kind of keep up because their secondary is it's, you're, you're getting back out on the field quickly because the, the, they're giving up so many big plays. And I think just looking at the, the schedule to get started, not an easy schedule. Now, yeah, you talked about going on the road at Atlanta. They are a dog there sitting at three and a half point uh, underdog on the road to a team that is rebuild mode as well. Uh, but this is not an easy schedule to get started <laughs> off here. You're playing San Francisco the next week. Then you're at Dallas on a Monday night, home to Kansas City, at Carolina, which is going to be improved. And then you play the Super Bowl champs on a short week on a Thursday. Man, that is a tough start to your season here. I mean, can can they possibly start off 0-6? You're thinking about the road games. They're going to have to win a game on the road because I think those games at home, those are not winnable games. You're going to host San Francisco, Kansas City, and Tampa Bay in your first six, those three weeks, those first six games. Those They're going to have to find one of those wins on the road. If anything, it has to be that Atlanta game. They may get off to it. They've 1-5 start potentially here, an 0-6 start for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, how about that? September does look daunting right there for the Eagles. Uh, great uh, job right there, James. Uh, we got some match- Match bets uh, from DraftKings, courtesy of DraftKings. Which team will win more games in the month of September? Uh, so let's get to those because I, I like what you, you led us to here with the Eagles. So let's get to these situations, James. Uh, the Giants or the Jets, uh, which team will win uh, more games in September? you got the Giants and, or the Jets at minus 200 for the Giants. The Jets uh, plus 150. Uh, you know, when you look at their schedule, as well as the Texans and the Lions, I mean, minus 200 for the Texans, the Lions plus 150, the Jaguars up there as well, minus 150, or the Bengals at plus 120. You look at these schedules for all these teams, all six of these teams, and uh, it's like, okay, who's going to win more games in September uh, from these match bet situations. Where do you go, James? Yeah, well, we're sitting here. We're down to the shake here, Pritch. This is <laughs> we're looking at these teams, man. Is it? Do you want? Do you want the seeds or the stems? Because none of these are really worth. Uh, all these teams, to me, the, they're all going to struggle. Let's just start. We'll, let's start at the top. Let's talk okay. about the Giants and the Jets. Um, I, I think with the Giants, everything's on Daniel Jones this season. Uh, the pressure is on. Now, this is somebody who maybe has been kind of coddled over the first couple years in, in in his tenure with the with the Giants on leading that offense and. You know, when he came out, couldn't hold on to the football, kept putting the ball on the ground. And I think that really shook his confidence here. But this is a Giants roster that, to me, especially on the offensive side, if you look at that offensive line, uh, tell me somewhere where you see any leadership and any cohesion there mm-hmm. on that offensive line. I mean, that's where I start first. I mean, Sold, Nate Solder is coming back now. He hasn't played. He didn't play last year, and and he's a veteran there for that team. But you know, that's that, there's no chemistry there, and I think that's just a lot to put on. They've got a lot of talent. They brought a lot, a lot of weapons. They drafted well and got Galladay out there to 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 get the ball down the field. Ingram, when he's healthy, can make plays too. But it starts at the offensive line for me, and and for Daniel Jones, just feeling the pressure, not only the pressure being on a bad team, uh, a team that hasn't drafted well, particularly up front. We didn't see a very good performance out of Thomas yesterday against <laughs> New England. Uh, really, no, just no angle, no leverage, just got beat repeatedly. This is going to be a long season offensively up front for that team. So you got some talent out there to throw the football to, Pritch, but can Daniel Jones stand in the mm-hmm. pocket and have time to throw the ball down the field and then have the confidence to make the right decision if, in fact, when he does get time? I think that's the key for me here, and you're going to start off. Look at who they start on. The first two games for them right there. Giants going to host Denver. We know what a defense that's going to look like there. And then a short week going on the road to play the Washington football team. If anything, I think it's it's yeah, you're going to have two games at home. Maybe they win that game. You have Atlanta in week three. 
Yeah, that's a tough one here because you look at the Jets, they're going to go on the road against Carolina and host New England and then on the road at Denver. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is uh, – can, can we pass? Can we just make a pass on this one? I don't want to play. I almost I don't want to take those. the plus 150 I, with the Jets. I you, almost do. And, and so if you take the Jets, then where's that win going to come from? That win has to come oh. on the road. Do you think the Jets are going to be able to, in their home opener, beat New no. England? Is, that a, is Belichick ready to lose? Yeah. Lose to a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback? I don't think so. We know the history that Belichick has had against rookie quarterbacks. So if you scoot on down, let's go down to the to uh, let's go down to the seeds here with the Texans and the Lions okay. and the, the the Texans. Good luck. Maybe it's here <laughs> now. I mean, the, you're laying two dollars with the with the Texans. I think the Lions schedule makers didn't do the Lions any favors here. No. Their their schedule is tough. Their first two months are tough. But you start off here, you're going to start off San Francisco at. Green Bay and then a host Baltimore, they're not winning any of those games. So maybe it's the Texans. Maybe you're better off. And instead of playing it this way, Pritch, and I'm looking at this here, and we'll just do this in real time. Looking at the Texans, I don't want to lay $2 on the Texans to have to beat anybody, but they are playing that first game at home, and it is going to be, I'm looking right now, they are plus 135. I see some plus 140s in that matchup against the Jaguars here. Yeah, 135 seems to be about the consensus on the money line to win that game outright. That's probably their only chance to win a game. Maybe it's going to be that last game at on the road at Cincinnati but maybe you're better off and just playing the Texans on the money line if mm. we're having to play one of these ones here that might be the spot that I go with is going to be the Texans because I don't see the Lions being able to win even be competitive in either of those first three games that they're going to play San Francisco Green Bay or Baltimore yeah my, my takeaway from those six teams in those situations is like these match bets are leading you to other bets on the board Right. I mean, like you mentioned, like I, I can't bet these. I mean, these teams could both be 0-3 uh, to start this season. Uh, and so I don't want the match bet situation, but maybe that's leading me to look at these teams individually in terms of uh, their situations with some of these games. That first game of the year against Jacksonville, a uh, great example by you right there. Yeah, plus the 130 here. Not a, not a play I'm probably going to make right. there, Pritch, but rather than having to lay $2 on the Texans to win any one of those three games, uh, that might be your best bet, that home opener. It's still a rookie coach, in a sense, with Urban Meyer to the NFL, as well as a rookie quarterback. Uh, maybe that's where the Texans can sneak up on you on that first week. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's learning from tape, though. Uh, some things I noticed against the Cowboys. Uh, we'll get, continue with the National Football League, uh, breaking down the situations, the betting, uh, as well as our deep dive into the New York Jets that's coming up next. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.